every day, in every rakat, in every salah. Yasin iyaka na'abud. Allah, you alone, do we make ibadat of. Our ibadat is for you alone. So either we are saying it ourselves, if a person is behind the imam, the imam is saying it on his behalf as well. So then too we are saying it, but via the imam. So if you count the number of times in the day that this is being repeated, But what is this ibadat all about? One level of obedience is like the level of a employee. Employee, his level of obedience is that there's a specific task that he's employed for, that specific task he'll do, at the specific period of time that he's employed for. You can't tell him to do something out of that time. You can't tell him to do something besides the task. <coughs> he employed somebody, for example, a person in his shop employed somebody to be a salesman. So now he will come, he will do the work of a salesman. Uh, suddenly he decided that the toilet is not clean, he needs to, someone to clean the toilet, so he tells him, please go clean the toilet. And he says, it's not my job. I didn't come here for this. <coughs> He's employed from 8 to 5, at half past 5 there's some work to do, or 5 past 5 there's some work to do. At 5 past 5 too he says, my time is over, I'm going. This is over, I don't have any reason to now listen to what you are saying, my time is out. For the task that I was employed for, I got no need to obey that which you are asking me to do now because that's out of my contract. That's not part of my contract. So that is an employee. But then after the employee, above that, a level of obedience is that of a slave. So a slave, in the time that there was slavery still, so people owned a slave and he was owned, he was completely the he belonged to the person who owned him and he had to obey whatever that owner and that master said to him. So if he said, you do this, there's no such thing as my contract doesn't include this. Or come here now, they got some work. So he said, no, but his time is up. A slave, there's no contract and there's no time. The slave is what the master has said, when he has said it, Whatever he has demanded, he has to do it. So now one is at level of an employee, other is at level of a slave. An employee got his limits, he'll have his conditions. You got your conditions, he's got his conditions also. You can't cross his conditions too. Slave got no conditions, total slave. Then besides this, there's those creation that got no rules whatsoever. You can't bind it by any rule. So that's besides insan now. That's a human being is bound by rules. There's many rules. No matter what sphere he is in, he's bound in some way or the other. Without any rules, that's the animal. You can't bind the animal either by force, but you can't now go and make an announcement somewhere in the jungle that as of today all have to abide by these rules. The animal is the animal. There's no rules to bind the animal. And if it is not an animal, it's an insan, but he's refusing to be bound by any rules, he'll be a criminal. So either it's an animal, or then he's a criminal. 
Now we are not just insan, we are the believers of Allah Ta'ala. In Allah Ta'ala, we are His servants. Now every rakat, we are saying we are not just employees, obviously we are not. We are Iyaka Na'bud, Ibadat. We are your slaves. Slaves, this Ibadat also comes from Abdiyat. And the Abd also comes from Abdiyat. So, ibadat, this complete submission. So what is a slave? Slave, what to do, when to do it, no questions asked. Why should I not do this? What he'll be told to do, he'll do accordingly. You perform salah, so he'll do that. Salah is such a great ibadat, there's so much of reward in it, but this time you don't perform salah. The sun is rising, you don't perform salah. You finished your asar, now you still got that shock and jazbah to make nafil. Sorry, this is the time now till maghrib, there's no nafil. Other person in that shock, he wants to make his salah still. He wants to make some nawafil after asar. Or he wants to make his salah while the sun is rising. He'll get sin now. Because he's an abd, he must follow what he's being told. So, he wants to go for hajj. So now you'll have to leave Baitullah and go to Mina. And then go to Arafat where your hajj will take place there. Now he says, I came once in a lifetime from such a great distance and spent so much of wealth. I want to be here at Baitullah. 100,000 times the reward. Well, you can be at Baitullah, you get hundred times, thousand times reward, but you're not an Abd now. You're not an Abd because your Hajj also won't get done. Because you want to do your Hajj, you'll have to do what you are told to do and how you're told to do it. Now, the point is that this is the definition of an Abd. And this is in every rakat of every Salah, we are repeating this. We are reaffirming that we are Abds. We are reaffirming that we are slaves. But... Having reaffirmed this so many times every day, the point of reflection is that the highest level of obedience was that of the Abd. Then under him was an employee. Under the employee, if it's insan, it's either criminal or there's animal. And the point of reflection is where we fall. Let alone the Abd, we haven't even fully fitted ourselves into the category of an, though that is not something that's acceptable from a mu'min, no way acceptable from a mu'min, but can we even say we fitted ourselves into that level of that employee? But that employee too, though he's got his time, he'll cut off at a certain time. But during the time, he's supposed to fulfill the task completely. And during the time, he's supposed to give his full to that task, not partly. Now forget the slave, have we even fitted ourselves into that category of that employee? So if that also hasn't happened, then where do we find ourselves? And this is why in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says that when a person now, neither is an abd, nor does he keep himself anyway in that level of itaat, then after having <laughs> continued that slide, in whom illa kal an'am, bal hum adal. And a person becomes like an animal, worse than an animal, because that animal doesn't have rules, so there's nothing to bind it by. So then the worse than an animal is criminal then. So it's either was an animal, no animal then criminal. So this is what we need to reflect on. That every time we are reciting Iyakanabud, that this ibadat. Now, ibadat is not confined to one particular aspect of life and everything else is as we wish. It's from morning till evening, evening till morning from birth to death, from the time meaning a person is mukallaf, 
till his last moment of life, whether it is his eating, his drinking, his appearance, whether his manner of speaking, whether how he deals with people, that he's not giving any taklif to anybody, whether it is how he conducts his business, all these things, his mu'asharat, mu'abalat, his akhlaq, what extent this abdiyat has come. This is that aspect of reflection. That a person has to sit down, think about it. As many times we've mentioned this, that alhamdulillah we get a lot of advice, a lot of nasihat, a lot of other things we from time to time read up, we listen to. But the thing that we lack, which has Tanvi Rahmatullah has highlighted, is that Zarasi Baad Baki hai, is that reflection upon it. To ponder, reflect that, okay, this is what I've heard now, what I've read. <coughs> what, where do I fit in, you know? Okay, I've realized this is where I am, how far behind I am, how short, <coughs> how far short I am from the mark. So now what's to be done to get there? Merely just knowing where I stand is not going to make any difference if I don't then take any steps to reach where I'm supposed to reach. So now, after reflection, I've realized where I am now, how far away I am. So now that I've realized how far away I am, so now what? A person realizes that he was supposed to, while he was planning to go to Makkah Sharif, he realized he's gone in the opposite direction, he's somewhere far away. So then what? So he just remains there. <coughs> he remains there, he's going to be worse off. There's no such thing as a person remains one place. There'll be deterioration further. So now how to get back on track? That's the big question then. So this is the aspect to reflect on. And getting back on track and moving on track. The adat and the, the tried and tested or rather the experience over centuries. And the adatullah is also this that it will happen in the light of the guidance of somebody who can guide us. Generally, the exceptions are the exceptions, but generally it has not happened any other way. And that is not something confined to any one thing in life, it's confined, it's, it's something that applies to everything in life. That nobody has reached anything without having been guided to get there. So can we imagine something like getting correctly onto the path of deen and reaching Allah Ta'ala, that we that it will happen without that in the light of having submitted ourselves to somebody's guidance and wholeheartedly taking that advice, applying whatever has been advised to us that is something that generally has not happened Adatan is Mahal, Adatan exceptions that's not the rule, person doesn't make judgments on the exceptions he makes judgments on the rule so if according to the rule a person is now not fitting in, then he needs to fit in. Because that's the way it will happen. <coughs> so this is the aspect now, especially in these last days of the academic year now, we are heading towards the tail end of the year. This becomes even more important now to be very deeply reflecting and to realize where we are, where we need to head to, how we need to get there. When a person reflects, and makes dua, and then takes advice, Allah Ta'ala, Open the way for him. Allah Ta'ala, Taufiq, Masih.